0: Welcome to the podcast for the North Decatur Presbyterian Church. We are a PCUSA congregation located in Decatur, Georgia. You can find out more information about the church, our service to the community, and our great education programs for children, youth, and adults at ndpc.org. And you can follow us on Facebook. If you're in the Atlanta area, we hope you'll come and join us in person. Now let us turn to this week's scripture and sermon, and let us begin with a prayer. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything worthy of praise, let us meditate upon these things. Amen.
1: Good morning. I'm glad that you're tuned in to worship today. One of the things that is really great about what we do in Word of Worship here in the sanctuary is that you get to come down in front where you can see everything really well. Isn't that good? I wish you could be right here on your carpets right now, but please feel free to make yourself comfortable at home. It's kind of hard to see things when you're sitting in the sanctuary pews back there, isn't it? Where else is it hard to see because you're small? If you want, get your parents to help you type an answer. One time, I couldn't see at a concert. Can you think of something, can you think of some things that can, uh, can you think of some things that you can try to do when you're too small to see through a crowd? Like, have you ever had to stand on your seat? Or have a grown up pick you up? Or have to stand on something? This morning, we're going to hear a story from the Bible that I think you can really understand. You see, the person in today's story was a small person. He was an adult, but he was much smaller than the other adults all around him. See, he was powerful and rich. Something really important was happening in his town, Jericho, but he want, and he wanted to see an only the action.
2: Jesus took the twelve disciples aside and said to them, See, we are going to Jerusalem, and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be handing over, handed over to the Gentiles, and he will be mocked and insulted and spat upon. After they, gave, after they, they have flogged him, they will kill him, and on the third day he will rise again. But they understood nothing about all these things. In fact, what he said was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what he said. Jesus and the disciples entered Jericho and were passing through town. A man from Jericho named Zacchaeus, a ruler among tax collectors, was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he couldn't because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed up on a sycamore tree so he could see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When Jesus came to that spot, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down at once. You must stay in your home today. I must stay in your home today. So Zacchaeus came down at once, happy to welcome Jesus. Everyone who saw this grumbled, saying, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. Zacchaeus stopped and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my possessions to the poor." And if I have cheated anyone, I repay them four times as much. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this household because he too is the son of Abraham. The human one can, came to seek and save the lost. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: What did you think of that story? I wonder why Jesus chose to go to Zacchaeus' house, even though he might not have been a good or kind person. I wonder if everyone else felt jealous. I wonder if Zacchaeus changed his behavior or attitude. Thank you for joining us for this Bible
3: story. The sermon today will be five reflections on the story of Zacchaeus. Through my job, a tax collector, and how most people think it places me above them, I have been hated for most of my adult years. To be honest, I don't know why. I mean, everyone needs a job so that they can support themselves and their family. Although, although I do have one of the higher paying jobs, I don't think I deserve hate for the way I support my family. I mean, I do take a little extra money from the people every so often, but nobody really gets hurt, right? I wish I could find a way to prove to the people that I can be generous and that I can be a good person. I really do want to give to the poor and try to help my community, but i'm afraid this would not be enough to dig myself out of this hole of hatred i don't think the people would be very forgiving maybe this jesus who's coming through today can help me see how to be a better member of my community as lonely being the tax collector books can only give me company for so long i want to be part of their gatherings and when i go to their houses i wish i could have conversations like we're friends for like we're, like like we've been friends forever Instead of, always having slamming, all, instead of always having doors slammed in my face. People always overlook me, figuratively and literally. I've been trying for years to figure out how to change. I sure do hope this Jesus sees me and doesn't listen to what they say about me. I hope he gives me hope and an opportunity to prove myself.
4: Jesus is coming into town. And I'm so excited but curious to see what he is like. I'm wearing my finest clothes and I took a bath in preparation. Everyone's gathering around the road to see Jesus walk by. But in in the crowd, I notice Zacchaeus trying to get a look at Jesus. Intentionally, I get in his way. Let's not let him see Jesus. He takes too much from people to even have the right to have a glance. Later, I see Zacchaeus trying to climb a tree. I'm laughing at the sight of seeing this grown man in an expensive tunic attempting to climb a tree. Secretly I want him to fall down and if he does I'll just laugh and point. But what if I help him, Jesus sees, then I can meet Jesus Jesus, and you never know, maybe, maybe even become friends. Jesus looks up into the tree and tells Zacchaeus to get down because he is going to stay in Zacchaeus' house. How could he notice such a short man and not me, who is at the front of the crowd waving at him? Zacchaeus just steals, and that makes him worthy of Jesus' attention. I don't know how Jesus can possibly stay at this man's house knowing what he has done. Zacchaeus is a sinner. His whole life is built from taking money from people, and he constantly abuses his power as chief tax collector. I thought Jesus stood for the poor and the followers of God, not sinners. I work hard as a farmer every day in the burning sun just to afford some food for my family. And I rightfully earn my money, then I have half, half of my income taken by Zacchaeus. I work much harder than him with a lot less reward. Why does he give Jesus his love and not me? How does being a tax collector make him more qualified to be loved by Jesus? If anything, he should be loved less. I thought Jesus stood for giving back, not stealing. Zacchaeus says to Jesus that he will give half of his income to the poor and pay back someone he has cheated, four times the amount. But we know good and well he would do no such thing. If anything, he would give a tiny bit less money. He would take a tiny bit less money. Zacchaeus does not deserve to be forgiven or loved by God. Yeah, sure. Rich people always promise to donate and give to us, but a very li- no, a very little number of people actually do. Which people will actually give and actually have the hearts to do something? Somehow, politicians and rich people say they say they are say they are going to donate to get ahead or to win elections or to be popular, but we still see nothing. Very little of those people carry through on their promises. Also, what makes Jesus so special that he can? make people donate? How is he any different from the man who promises to give to us but does not carry
5: through?" My faith was reassured today. I came to see Jesus pass in hopes of catching a glimpse of the holy man whom everyone speaks of. I was a bit taken aback when he stopped to talk to Zacchaeus. Nobody in Jericho much likes Zacchaeus. He's the chief tax collector and he's known to take more than he's supposed to. So when Jesus chose him out of everyone to go talk to, everyone in the crowd, including me, was a bit upset. I watched as Jesus spotted Zacchaeus in the tree and announced that he would be staying in his house. At first I thought this must be a mistake. Jesus must not know who Zacchaeus is and what he does. But then I reminded myself that Jesus was holy and that he must know what he was doing. But I knew the others around me did not feel the same, as there was an audible groan throughout the whole crowd. Zacchaeus seemed to notice as well, and he stood tall and told Jesus and the crowd that he would give half of his belongings to the poor, and he would repay anyone who, whom had stolen from him. This is when I truly saw the beauty and power of Jesus. He came to town and chose the person that everyone liked the least, And just by speaking to him, he changed that man into someone who is generous and kind. I do, do believe that this was a miracle, and I am blessed to have been able to witness it.
6: Hello, I am Zacchaeus after I met Jesus. When Jesus called me down from the tree, I was very excited because nobody of this status had ever welcomed me like this. I struggled to get out of the tree because I'm so short and as I was coming down people were gossiping about Jesus calling me down. They didn't like that he chose the greedy tax collector to hang out with. I don't know what came over me but I had to get out of that tree and get to him. All of a sudden I saw things like I couldn't see before. Also, when I got to the bottom, I immediately started making promises that I would start to be a just tax collector, and not only that, but I would repay anything I had ever stolen. Then Jesus said a bunch of weird stuff about how I am a son of Abraham, who is not my dad, and salvation at my house, but I know these words were meaningful because ever since this day I've been accepted and loved by my community. And I've changed the way I act because now I know what it means to be part of a loving and caring community of people. Let me tell you what this feels like. When I go to church now, I sit with—I sit next to people I can talk to and who care about how my week went. When I, go to, when I collect people's taxes now, they welcome me into their homes for snacks and ask how my kids were, are doing, and I ask how theirs are too. My friends in the community check on me Check on me when I'm sick and in isolation. When I walk around town, people are happy to see me now. I don't really know what Jesus said to me on that day, but it has completely changed my life, and I'm really grateful that Jesus came into town that day.